have today in our readings two different stories of um, lepers being cleansed or lepers being healed, both of which lead to a desire to thank God or to thank the source of healing in, in the case of Jesus, the person of God in, in Jesus who heals him. But Naaman the Syrian in our first reading goes to Elisha the prophet. He's from Syria and it's kind of a big deal over there, but he's got leprosy, which is basically this debilitating thing, especially in the ancient world. But even till today, people have this disease that is very disfiguring and debilitating and ultimately fatal. And at, in that time, of course, there was no cure. And, but there was this rumor that there was a, a prophet in Israel who could perhaps work a healing. And Naaman goes and receives this healing by, by washing in the River Jordan seven times. And he's, of course, not an Israelite, doesn't, you know, worship um, the God of Israel, Yahweh. But he believes this healing has come from Yahweh. And so he wants to take the earth, he wants to take two mule loads of earth from Israel back to Syria so that he can worship the God of this land on that land. You know, so he'll just, I guess, spread it out as a place of prayer that this is Israel's dirt. This is Israel's earth. This is where their, their God resides who, who healed me. This desire to give thanks to God. Um, and this, the gospel today, the, the ten lepers who see Jesus coming into their region and the lepers in the time of Jesus as well were totally excluded from society. This contagious disease that was so debilitating and, and horrific, nobody wanted to catch it, so you had to actually yell. If you saw anybody coming and you were a leper, you had to yell, unclean, unclean, to warn people. Otherwise you could be killed, I suppose. I suppose. What, what greater... Uh, punishment could you have them being completely ostracized other than death? Um, so these people, when they say to Jesus, Master, have pity on us, it was the most pathetic cry. Please, Jesus, Master, just do something. And then he says, go show yourself to the priest, and, and the ten go, and they're all cleansed. But only one, a Samaritan, comes back to thank Jesus, and Jesus commends him for that, and scorns the nine who, who went off, got their healing, and never came back. You know, there's this idea in both readings that, um, yes, God is a source of blessing, a source of healing. He wants, he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But that healing, that blessing, that life is not meant for us to just take it and go. You know, like we got what we were, what God wanted to give us and what we wanted to get from him. And then we can go live our lives apart from him. No, that healing or that blessing is meant to draw us near to him. That the healing is from and for relationship with God. Okay, so being in relationship with God and we, we, we receive this blessing, we receive this healing, like in the case of the leprosy, this miraculous cleansing. What that was for, why Jesus did that, why his heart was open to them to give them that was so that they could draw near. Not because he needed it, not because he's like, Where's my thank you note? You know, like he's jealous or something or petty. It's that um, I want to continue. This relationship is not like one and done, like get your cracker and leave. It's to, to be drawn ever more deeply into relationship with him. Um, so healing is always for wholeness. It's always for nearness, always for intimacy. Um, and leprosy is a, is a particularly powerful symbol because... Um, of the way I just explained how people were treated with leprosy, there's this sense that there's just something fundamentally wrong with me, that I do not belong, that I am not wanted, that I am a source of, of dirtiness and, um, and impurity. Um, so to be healed of that 
can you imagine how radical your life would change that all of a sudden now you belong? Now you can be part of the community. Now you can be in relationship, maybe with your family again, who you haven't seen since you first got the disease. Nobody can go see you. Um, maybe you've had this experience like spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, even physically, this feeling that like something has happened to me. I've done something or something's been done to me or there's something like deep in my personality or my psyche or my history that causes me to be unlovable. That there's some aspect of my being that just kind of corrupts me. And so I can't be whole. I can't be completely drawn into relationship with God. Um, but that health, that wholeness, even the word health comes from the same word as, as wholeness. Um, get that word holistic from that, or even catholic is according to the whole, it's universal. So that, that wholeness is is um, what health is all about, but not just our bodily wholeness, like we're restored in our body, but we're restored into our, into our relationships, into the, the sources of healing that we have in our lives. That, um, yeah, this, this virtuous cycle rather than a vicious cycle. You know, contagious disease spreads. We learned that a couple years ago. You have to be very careful when there's contagion. But it, it, what I'm talking about, in a certain sense, healing spreads too. That when you get into this cycle of, of realizing that this corruption, this uncleanness, whatever is in my heart that I believe makes me fundamentally broken, if I bring it to Jesus, if I actually bring that into relationship, and I have the courage and vulnerability and the trust to do so, that becomes a place of wholeness. It becomes a place of relationship all of a sudden. And, and it becomes a place of trust because you know that I've been loved here in my weakest place my place of deepest shame. My leprosy has been loved clean. How could I ever be broken again? Like, so it, it leads to this, this thanksgiving. You, it doesn't make any sense to get clean and then go leave. You know, the one who's cleansed you, you want to be near him because it's the nearness that's made you clean. Um, it's beautiful the Mass actually starts with the same, almost literally the same words that the lepers say to Jesus. Jesus, Master, have pity on us. We say in Greek, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Jesus, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. It's the first thing we say when we come to Mass, besides Amen, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and with your spirit, all that stuff. But we say, let us acknowledge our sins. Let us acknowledge our leprosy. Let us be honest about what's wrong with us and come to Jesus and say, Lord, have mercy on us. And then as the Mass goes on, we, we, we glorify God because we know that he's welcomed us, that he has had pity on us, and he does want to make us whole, and he can and is about to, you know, as the Mass goes on. And we, we go to that the place of just about to receive Jesus completely, to be in communion with him, which is our healing. We say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. We're getting ready to receive into our hearts, into our, the depths of our being, this one who can create that wholeness, that health that spreads, the opposite of a disease, the opposite of leprosy, this, this wholeness that spreads through us and then leads to thanksgiving. That's what Eucharist actually means, is thanksgiving. So the whole, this whole thing is, is leading to that. And then we say, go forth, the Mass is ended. Go get out of here. Go show yourselves to the priest, like Jesus says to the, to the lepers. But I want to see you next week. <laughs> Right? It's not like, oh, you, I got my Eucharist and now I'm leaving. 
I got my healing and see you later. Next time I need something, I'll let you know. It's, this healing has been, meant to go spread out even into the ends of the earth that you, the presence of Jesus, now who, has, who have received him in the Eucharist, now go out to the limits of the world, to, to the other lepers, to the others that believe they cannot be loved, that there's something wrong with them that makes them on the edges and they're, they're never welcomed into the middle, into the center, into the heart. That the heart goes out, we go out, so that we can come back to give God thanks and that, that virtuous cycle of healing can continue in us. But it takes those steps that we see in both Naaman and the Samaritan who comes back. The honesty, Jesus, have pity on me. That there's something in me that I don't want to share with you, that I don't want to share with even the people I know love me. That I need, there's something in me that needs to be cleansed, something that needs to be healed. And I need to be brutally honest and tell you the truth about that. And then I need to listen to you, obey you. I need to listen to your word. How do you want me to respond? How do you want me to move towards you for healing? And then we receive this restoration. And when we receive it, to not just waste it, to not just say, oh, that was nice, and then leave, but to come back, to thank God, and to listen again, to go out, to bring others in.